If you'd like to watch today's episode, go to thesobergay.com and click on the Watch tab. Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. Hey, Aubrey. Hello, Dylan. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing wonderful. Is your microphone okay? Yes, (laughs) it's okay. It was starting to leave me for a second. (laughs) We're not ready to talk again. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Okay, so I want to catch up with you. Yes, it's been forever. I know. What's going on? Ooh, do you want the long story or the short story? Give it to me. All right. Well, these past couple weeks have been a little hectic. School going pretty good, but... Within two weeks, I lost my wallet, I lost my phone, my bike broke, I broke another person's bike, and I lost my headphones case. Oh my god. It's been a little, a little hectic with all of that and trying to get everything back and the wallet, the wallet started it off and I just didn't have anything for quite some time, about a week and a half, and then left my phone well i had my phone in my pocket and it slid out while i was on the bus and so i was tracking it on the bus and i saw someone take it and they started (sighs) driving around the city and so i called it multiple times they were not answering and all of this stuff so it was fun dealing with that and the wallet yeah that was just gone so i yeah i've been having a rough rough time when my bike was in the shop my friend let me use their bike and the last day that i had it was about to give it back to the the flat tire popped Mm. and i had just spent like 150 dollars on my bike on top of all of this i am running a club and i'm also uh been nominated by my professors to do uh the dean student advising so that's a whole nother like thing added to my list while doing 15 credit hours at school and it was just a a hectic week and i had i had some times where i was like a drink sounds great right now i I didn't really want it i didn't really want to have the effects of it but holy crap did i want that burn yeah just something to take the edge off yeah and it just it just seemed to all pile on um this past week and it's just it didn't I don't know why, and I think I struggled a lot with it because this is the first time that I've lost a lot of stuff since I've been sober. Sober, Like, I've never really had gone through this like before being, you know, drunk. I've gone through it all the time. I lose my phone, I lose my wallet, blah, 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 blah. But here I am now sober, and it's like, why am I still losing this stuff? I think, I think my belief is that the universe makes us lose things when we're either you know, going too fast through our life or we're just trying to speed through our life and go on to the next thing and not actually enjoying every moment. Mm. So I feel like, cause I always notice whenever I lose something or if I, if I'm, you know, something's got me on my brain, it's probably because, you know, I'm just speeding through and not actually appreciating my exact moment that I'm living in. But I get that. I, I mean, I do. I think that's a lot of the problem with what happened this time was, there was a lot of speeding in what I was doing and 
I do think I've, I, I had a lot going on, so I was really trying to figure all of that out at once while I was not necessarily taking time to just block it off and be like, this is when I should do this. This is when I should do this. It's like, no, let's get it all done now. Yeah, it's easy to do that, though, in like our lives because our, we're, our society is so fast mm. and we always have stimulation. I mean, you were talking about that just a second ago uh, off, off camera. And, yeah. Um, what were you saying? I Pretty much um, my sister-in-law sent me this article and it was just talking about how we in these um, highly developed countries, and you know, we actually have an overstimulation of dopamine because we have all the things that we need. We're getting pretty much all the pleasure that we need within a literally a hands it's in our hand our, our yeah. social media all of that and so we're just getting so much stimulation that we don't have time to like experience anything else and yeah. so our bodies are constantly just fighting for more and more stimulation it's like yeah because we're not in the discovery age we're in the information age mm -hmm. so it's like i think a lot of people would think we're still in the discovery age where we're like learning stuff but now it's like we're just sharing all the information that we've learned instantly so anything you need to know can be known. Whereas like before you couldn't just Google something at two o'clock in the morning to mm -hmm. learn what it was. You could just say you wouldn't let it stress you out. Now it's like, I'll be laying in bed and I'm like, I, c I can't shake this thought of what happens to this when mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I have to Google it, you know, like I have to know cause it's at my fingertips and I know it's at my fingertips and I know it would be a disservice to myself if I didn't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. go and check on it and see what it is. Oh yeah. It creates this new stress for us that we don't even really need on ourselves. It really, really does. And the, the amount that we just search for that, like here and now, and we need this right now, the more that we forget that, there's a lot going on out there yeah right? we have too many options i know that's always a stressful thing with menus and going out to eat is uh that i've i forget the study and i don't want to misquote anything but it went along the lines of saying like when you have a menu that's too many options people have more of a, ch a chance or more of a uh, opportunity to not even get something that they actually really want because yeah. they can't focus enough to see what they're all about. Yeah. And then I, I had a boss once that said, you know, if you do something good, do it good and do just that. You don't have to like try to do every single thing in the world. Just, you know, stick to that one thing that you're good at and, you know, people will appreciate it. And the smaller the menu at restaurants I've worked at, I've noticed the easier the the food service goes just oh. because there's not as much option. Yeah, it's overall, I mean, the the choice. Um, I think the human brain can really only handle about like five to ten options. Um, outside of that, you're literally just going into realms that most people won't even like start considering. And most people won't even like look at because it is just too overwhelming. I mean, you think of the Cheesecake Factory. Oh my God. Yeah. You can get anything you want. Anything you want. But like, does that really help you as a person or help them as a company when you can get anything at your fingertips as opposed to like narrowing down the menu and like being like, this is what we want you to have. This is what we want you to try. It's a lot of stress. Um, just the, this, the, the idea of all these options is very stressful mm -hmm. um, that we don't realize how much stress we put on ourselves just thinking about all these different things that could help our day go better and that's what it's supposedly designed for is to help make our lives easier but as humans we're not really built that way so it ends up being all this like stress on us because 
you know, our brains are designed to go and hunt and relax in the winter. You know what I mean? Like, well, and it's like you go to the grocery store and you see what, like five different brands of toilet paper, but really how different are they all? Yeah, exactly. And now you're sitting there like, do I take the expensive one because it's expensive and it must be good. But do then, I need aloe? Do I, yeah, do I need aloe in it? Do I need Salt? all of this? And it's like, why, why it, it's toilet paper. Yeah. Like, do I need extra ass? sturdy? Do I need, <laughs> you know, like there's, yeah, you're right. There's so many options of toilet paper and cereal and things like that. There's just, we have, if we want it, we want it. We got it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but I don't know. It's good though for alcohol brands. I do notice a lot of like alcohol brands are making non-alcoholic versions of things now just to, you know, saturate their market even more, which helps right. us out in turn. Thank you all. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, getting back to catching up. Um, I'm good. I sold my car. Um, yes. Yeah. I sold my car. I was just over it. It was just, getting tickets and annoying me and it was funny because i think the universe did not want me to have that car the whole time because if you think about it when i got that car the window was broken Mm -hmm. within like a week the stereo stopped working the battery died then it got stolen and then i got it back and the emergency brake was broken it's like all these things and then i kept getting parking ticket Mm -hmm. after parking ticket after parking ticket i have like eighteen hundred dollars in parking tickets right now (sighs) Come, yeah come for me colorado fucking come for me <laughs> um no please don't <laughs> but covid stay six feet yeah <laughs> six seriously feet away. but uh um so i think the universe is telling me i didn't need a car at that point so i just got rid of the car i think it's funny because i actually saw you thriving without a car and i felt yeah. i felt like you were a lot less stressed when because there were there was a time when you first moved down here you didn't have a car and then you bought it and i could tell the stress level between just getting that and not having it for you was a totally different. Yeah, it, was, it was weird. I, I think I had to lose it again to appreciate what I learned beforehand, not having a car. Cause mm-hmm. that was my 11th car. I have been through some cars, man. So uh, it's just, I, I'm at a point where I live downtown. I love my neighborhood. I love the community. I love walking to the store to get what I need. Mm-hmm. I love, I just like the way everything's going right now. Um, what else happened? Uh, I almost cut my finger off the other day. It was like insane. Uh, I was like cutting a t-shirt and I went to was like it for the sober gay. No, I had, a, I had the scissors open though. And I was holding the fabric and I pushed through and I literally just like almost sliced my oh! finger. I went to Denver health emergency room was a mess. The doctor was like fresh out of med school. He kept trying to put super glue or like the, the glue yeah. on there. But he wasn't letting it like dry. He he was not being patient enough to let it like stop bleeding first. So he kept putting glue, and then the glue would just like gush down with the blood. I'm like, dude, I'm gushing blood. <laughs> like, stop right it, now. The blood needs to stop. So he like wrapped it up tight and sent me on my way. And I was like, really, really? <laughs> I just probably spent like four hundred thousand dollars for some gauze that was like dripping by the time I left because it was just not tight enough. So I took the tape. <laughs> I took the medical tape. Wouldn't you? <laughs> I was like, fuck. Excuse me. This is $1,000 out of my pocket I'm right pretty now. sure I just paid $1,000 for that medical tape. And I cannot wait to get the bill because I am quite sure they're going to try and charge me for that glue that he opened up but never even like got to seal my finger. But I am going to be there itemizing that shit and see what they're up to. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there with my fine tooth comb and a magnifying glass. Excuse me, sir. Did you use this on me? No. No. It didn't stick. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, that's just a whole separate issue about healthcare. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was explaining like how like 
because I don't have health insurance and it's just, it's, it's expensive. And it's just one of the, if you're listening to that statement at home and going like, he doesn't have health insurance, how irresponsible that should just open your eyes of how it is to live in America, making a certain amount of money. That's not up to par to get health insurance and basic needs. I have to, my option, whenever I cut my finger the other day, I couldn't go to urgent care. Urgent care accepts money day of my option in America was to, I had to go to the emergency room Mm -hmm. and I have to spend so much more money in the long run doing payment plans mm-hmm. and shit like that for the care I needed because I was literally scared because I, my finger would not stop gushing blood. It takes a lot for me to go to an emergency room. Same my finger here. my finger was gushing and I was so scared. I was like, okay, it's not stopping. And I was like go I was like going through rags and rags and rags mm-hmm. and I was just pouring out blood. And that was my option. I had to go to the emergency room to take care of that. And now I'll have to deal with probably if at least over a thousand dollar bill bill for that that yeah. visit. Yeah, we do not get any quality healthcare out here. And yeah. I mean, excuse me, we get quality healthcare if you have the money to have it. Yeah, it's it's just a it's an interesting system that we got going on. <laughs> Pretty much in America, it's like you're you're worth a thousand dollars if you get hurt, but yet if you die or you lose your job or whatever, you're not worth anything. Yeah, at, at that point anymore. Yeah, I've never honestly had health insurance since I was kicked off my parents' health insurance when I was young. So um, there was, it's so weird though, because I got a check from Cigna from my health insurance coverage in 2017 last week or something like that. It was so weird because I never had health insurance, but I must have like started signing up and never finished something, but Mm. something went through and I don't know what, but they sent me a check for like $7. I was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, I know what I'm buying with that seven dollars. Yeah, donuts, Satan wings. Oh, Satan wings, mm. yum. Um, so what else is going on in my life? I've been reading this book called Sex and Disability. I'm trying to learn as much as I can about um different uh modes of having sex with different people. Mm. Uh, it's a really interesting book. Um, if you ever want to read it, uh, I got it at the little uh take a book, leave a book. I love those things. I go every day. I always <laughs> like to see what they have. I should actually take one. I've been putting if you're anywhere in Capitol Hill, Denver, I put our little sober gay flyers in the take a book, leave a books around here. So if you find one, send us a picture. That'd be cute. Yeah, let us know where they're <laughs> at. Let us see where these pictures are going. Right. Um, well, what else? What else is new with me? <laughs> <sighs> You know, just the normal shadow work. My Moldavite's working great. I got some Moldavite incense. Positive. I blame your Moldavite, by the way, for me losing my phone. The Moldavite? Yeah, I, I blame that. I, I blame it for that. I was like, because the night before, let me just tell you, I was guessing everything right watching The Voice. And um, <laughs> oh, what was the other show we were watching? Some other show. With Ariana? Oh, God, I started yes. watching that last night. But dear God, I got 20 minutes in. And it was like there's an hour left in the show, and I cannot watch that much television. Oh, but let me tell you that some of those performances, though, ooh, they're worth watching. Really? Yeah. Um, they do such a. I think they do a really they good just, production. They need to hurry that show along. Dear God, it takes them three commercial breaks to get through one person. I'm like, uh, my attention span is not like I just wanted to see what Ariana was up to. She's doing great, by the way. Yeah, she's yeah. great. Kelly Clarkson is very different nowadays. I think she's very like Illuminati now. Or something. I love her to death. I didn't say I don't think it's a no, bad thing. No, I know. I'm she's just, just different. 
I love her to death. I think she's like, a, I just think she's coming to her own as, as an artist and as someone who actually like, she, sorry, she's one of those people that were, she's like that first person who's ever won like a big yeah. competition in I was America. I obsessed with her from like the minute she got famous for American Idol. I was like obsessed. I just think that uh, she's just a little different now just in the fact that I think she's like one of the new puppets that's like, Mm. they're oversaturating us with Kelly Clarkson now. Mm. Does that make sense? It's like she has her own show. She's on The Voice and that's probably all she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's enough for me. <laughs> she's got Rachel Ray effect on me for oh, some reason. Rachel Ray. That... God, she annoyed the crap out of yeah. me. Yeah, Rachel Ray. E-B-O-O. <laughs> oh my God, 30 minute meals. I was like, well, that's, you have 30 minute meals because no one can listen to you for longer than 30 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <gasps> And Rachel Ray is coming for our podcast now. So. <laughs> Damn, I guess we just lost our Rachel Ray sponsorship. <laughs> now she's too busy poisoning dogs oh, with her cheap with meal, her cheap cheap dog food. Mm, yeah, <laughs> probably oh. has metal in it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> well, what what else has been going on in your life? What 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 new things? What what? I'm dating. I'm like. I tried, oh my God, I got scammed so bad. I tried to like get this like work from home position just to like get a little, little extra money. Um, and they ended up taking like $1,900 out of my account. Mm. Yeah, I fell for it. I got scammed. Um, anyway, it was just annoying. I should have seen all the red flags and all the typos, but you know, you live and you learn. Now I know for the future what to look for and what to not look for mm. in looking for jobs and things like that. I got scammed the other day too. I didn't tell you, but like in a, so I was on the street and this guy just like started talking to us and I thought he was like doing a survey or something. Cause he was like, I have this like, thing whatever and it's a process all you have to do is write down a couple things so i was like oh cool i'm doing my own stuff like i'm just writing it down i'm just listening to what he says and um at the end of it he was like so that will be five dollars and i was like wait a second like that's not how this works but rude okay i guess like in my head, I just was like, it's $5. It's what it is. It's not worth hassling over $5. Just give it to them and move on. Uh, he got you. Oh, he got... I Because I was like, oh, this is like... This sounds like a great... Like, it, he had his book and everything. It looks like he was going to, like, write down something for a survey and just, like, start, like, like doing like doing some sort of study. <sighs> and that's not what it was. What a scam. Mm. That's like the people on the street that try to sell you the bracelets. And they get you by putting the bracelet in your hand first. Mm -hmm. And then asking for the payment for it. Mm -hmm. And being like, oh, no, you touched it. You grab." That's why when people hand me stuff on the street now, I'm just like, I look at it first. I'm like, what am you trying to grab? What are you trying to hand me? Because you're going to try to charge you for it in a second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have been like, this is the store. I just picked it up and set it back down. Sorry. Right. <laughs> that was, I used to, oh, my God. I used to love collecting those cards in Vegas, though, when I was drunk. I would love to collect all the stripper cards and stuff like that and be like, Ooh, I'll trade you my, you know, Bethany for your tiara. <laughs> I got punched in Canada because of that one time. Well, how? I don't know. I was being the nicest human being and gave this guy some free cards to a strip club. And next thing I know is he's coming around punching me across the face. Ugh. I don't know what happened. I was drunk. So there's a lot that could have happened within that, like, two minutes. That, that well, but I don't remember saying anything to him. <sighs> I, I want to see it from the sober side. I bet you were like, fuck you, asshole. 
take this fucking card. But like, since you were drunk, what you remember is like, I was so nice to him. All I remember is meeting them in the lobby and being like, here, if you're going to the strip club, here's some free cards to get in. And then I got out on the street. Next thing I hear is motherfucker. Oh my and God. And then I turn around. And then... I'm openly like someone tried to hand me one of those cards the other day um, in Denver downtown. And I'm openly now just like, I am gay. <laughs> I want men. Give me man trading cards. Like, I don't want that nasty girl. No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't say nasty girl. <laughs> I just don't want the girl trading card. Like, come on. You see my fairy ass walking down the street. You really think I want that? I don't know. Maybe good for choice, him for not okay. judging. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, good for him for not judging. Yeah, amen, right? Just yeah. Give it out. Maybe we should do that with gay cards. Oh my god! What? Yeah, a gay card. I'm gay. Here's my here's my card. Are you gay? So we can stop sniffing each other like a dog. <laughs> oh, do we do we do that so well too? Especially in the restaurant business. Do you think they're gay? Yeah. Are they gay? Oh my god! I stopped feeding into that because I was just like, ugh. I'm I love just feeding judging. into it because you're it just like, feed it. <laughs> Give it to me, daddy. You're like, I know they're a mo. They're definitely a mo. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm saving the seat for my wife. And I'm like, fuck out of here. Right. Get out of here. No, you're not. I'll be there later. Right. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. All right. I know. It was nice catching up with you. Yeah, nice catching up with you, too. <laughs> I uh, I hope that we get to do this soon again. I know. What's um a good website that people can go to if they want to find some hot gay guys that talk about sober shit? I think they should go to the Sober Gay dot com yeah and we have a cool instagram kind of <laughs> i mean i love it it's very 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 set up in a great way it looks like a checkerboard yeah the sober gay podcast on oh, instagram sorry. yes i guess i should have said that <laughs> and then you can e- e- email yeah. <laughs> you can send us an email at the sober gay at gmail dot com until next stream stay, stay sober, sober girl, girl. Thank you.